that big D&D, D&D, that big D&D energy. Yeah, I could be a, I, I could be a DJ, totally. Um, <clears throat> guys, thank you so much for bearing with us as we're going through all of these different technical issues and getting these episodes out late. Um, we really appreciate it. We think we've got them all handled now. Um, crazy last episode ending, right? Super crazy. Now we're uh, starting to merge into the stuff that I'm writing, and I am very excited about it. Um, quick side note, though, this episode going to be a lot of exposition, going to be a lot of talking. I know that is not everybody's deal when it comes to listening to D&D podcasts. However, we really enjoy doing it. It's full of a lot of important stuff um, that goes on with the rest of the story. So we really hope you enjoy it. Also, I feel as though I should mention I say the word massive a lot in this episode because we did this episode at 10 a.m., which we all agreed never going to do that again. Did not have a lot of energy. It's whatever. So every time I say the word massive, take a drink. Maybe you'll enjoy the episode more. I wanted to thank everybody who's been um, also sharing the show and uh, any social, me social media platform. Um, so far, thank you so much to Melissa Howe uh, and Jacob Mormon and James Hamrick for letting us use your names in the show. Quick announcement also, on the 14th, Scott is going to be doing a one-off episode where he is the DM, and I actually get to play the game, and it's going to be Halloween-based. Can't wait for that. Okay, let's jump into this. Allie, I understand that you want to lead us in some some pregame prayer. Is that... Oh yes, I I remember. All right, give me one second. I have. Oh, this to... is for real. Okay. Yes. Uh, Thought you were gonna be ready. Oh mighty Argental, yeah. please forgive me, for I have sinned. Forgive me too. I'm about to mute her. Excuse me. Continue. Uh, sorry. Go on. <laughs> please forgive me, for I have sinned. You told me explicitly that I'm supposed to say thank you, Almighty Argental, because I was a bad cleric uh, oh, when I when I use my spiritual weapon. Both times, the son of a bitch has disappeared because somebody has killed the person, and I've been whisked away into portals and curse on God. blimps. Is, is your religion like Loki into BDSM? Continue. <laughs> Yeah. I owe you ten swipes with the paddle of prostration. There it is. Wow. I am very, very bad, and I do apologize. Ooh, so bad. And I hope that you will forgive me and allow me to keep my very nice weapon. Thank you, Almighty Argental, for your continuing grace, Amen. Your penance is uh, ten, ten passionate ass lashings. Ooh. Use a dirty cleric. Dirty cleric. Uh, roll a religion check. Ooh, he doesn't bathe. <laughs> uh, nat 20. Oh, God damn it. Are you fucking me? This is bull. I don't fucking believe you at all. Nope. It's a good way to start the day. That the best spot away. You hear, uh, you hear it in the back of your head as you're climbing aboard the ship and doing this little prayer to yourself. You say... Alright, you hear, uh, 
Nah, don't even worry about it. There's a lot of weird crap going on. You don't even have to paddle yourself. Don't be weird. And then... <laughs> and then radio silence. And then radio yeah, silence. Absolutely, 100%. <laughs> uh, but I like to... the paddling. I know you do. Uh, welcome to that big D&D energy. I am the host and DM, Aaron Mann. And I know that we haven't introduced everybody on every podcast. And it's mostly because every time we do it, it like we fuck it up like real bad where like <laughs> I tell strokes. you to talk like your character and then you don't and Dustin <laughs> says shit like what to do baby boo and like that <laughs> fucking nonsense so we're gonna try this again I'm Aaron Mann your DM uh d- joined by Dustin Sutliff hey this is Candyman here and I'm ready to fuck shit up like always and forever fuck yeah for Trish for Trish. This is for Trish. All for Trish. And we are also joined by Scott Shoemaker. Greetings from Nezran. I am very eager to discover the mysteries aboard this airship. Ooh, also joined by Wesley Van Hoosen. Hello, this is Eros, and I have heartburn. And I have heartburn. Great. I'm so sorry you had to wake up with that, buddy. It's okay. It was because I got Eldritch blasted really hard again. Oh man! But not by, not by not by not by Nesran. There it is. Side romance. Um, <laughs> Gay cowboy. And shit. you've already heard from Allison Mann. <laughs> Hello, my name is Flint, and I also fuck Trish. <laughs> oh, apparently that's canon. Yeah, we didn't want it to be, but it is, and it's just it is what it is, guys. So, guys, last time you managed to corner the black spider, and using Nezran's, uh, I want to say inner fiend powers, he was able to grab what the black spider was after, which you later found out uh, after a bunch of these arcane automaton-looking things burst into the cavern and called it the Materia. Um, Nezrain was able to stash it away in a bag out of sight of everybody. Um, and while the cave-in was happening, uh, another unknown party in gleaming red armor, uh, burst through the ceiling of this cavern and, uh, tried to, uh, take out a lot of these arcane automatons who you still don't know what they are or what they're there for or what have you, um, but she locked eyes with Nezran, um, said, no, he's not real. And you all were rescued by a woman in a beautiful green and gold trim uh, robe and flung through a portal back into Phandalin, which was Whoa! yeah, all on fire and being attacked also by these automatons. Um, and you managed to defend yourselves while she called for backup and an airship managed to land and get you guys aboard while Darren Edermath and Malik or yeah Malik Baldwin uh shot down what was left of the foes you were fighting. So now you guys are in this airship uh flying away from Phandalin and you look down and it's just it's nonsense down there. There's red brands and townsfolk and miners fighting all of these uh things while it's on fire. And you kind of look on the outskirts of the town as well, and you can just see more and more of these things um, coming from the direction of, oddly enough, the ocean um, that surrounds Ecteris um, coming inland toward Phandalin. And you're, yeah, it's nighttime, and you guys are just kind of flying up into the darkness. 
So yeah, you guys are in this blimp, um, rising into the darkness, and you look around, uh, finally kind of getting your bearings back, and you can see, obviously, Malik, Darren, this mysterious woman, um, but you also see, um, like, a, a, a decent amount of townsfolk, like some women, some children, um, you know, in this blimp, and you also see uh, Halia Thornton is there, Sister Garel, who you also met in the bar, is there. Um, and you see a couple unknown faces that are like walking around, checking in on people, um, making sure they're okay. What do you, what do you do? They're well, all kind of catching their breaths. Uh, I turn to um, to Malik Baldwin, and I ask, "What is going on? Where? What? What are you people? Because clearly, you're not just uh, townsfolk." Um, yeah, I, I'm probably not the best one to answer that. Maybe, maybe you should talk to our, um, our leader here. And the woman, how, uh, turns to all of you after kind of giving a once over of everybody on the blimp to make sure everybody's kind of like, okay, stable, no major injuries or whatever. Um, and she sees all of you and says, um, hello, it's good to have you aboard. Uh, I... I understand that you, one of you, has the materia. Is that correct? Uh, What if we don't? (laughs) If you don't, then the Warforged have claimed it, and it's going to be very bad across the board. Oh, fuck. So does one of you have it? Nezran, don't you have it? Yes, I have it. Good. Don't take it out. Don't. It's in a bag, correct? Yes. Good. Uh... Here's what's going to happen. I I know it's going to be a big risk for you. Um, she kind of glances at your hand. Um, it's still kind of blackened a little bit. Um, and she and says, under my breath, I go, that's right. <laughs> my hands are big, can. My hands are big, She takes out this really nice-looking uh, satchel, this, this bag she has slung over her side, and she opens it. And you can't see the bottom of this bag when you look into it, Nezran, but you uh, you you get this faint arcane like uh, sense about it. And she says, "I I know this is probably asking a lot, but you need to take the stone out and throw it in this bag. Um, otherwise, everyone on here is not safe for the most part." Can I make um, a perception check? A perception check. What do you What are you looking for? I want to perceive if she's telling the truth or she just wants to steal oh that'd be insight so yeah go ahead and roll me an insight roll uh 10 10 yeah no she she's basically just kind of looking out for everybody on board the ship right now um and you get the sense that this bag has a magical property about it that can kind of like help block what was happening to you back in the cavern where if you get within like 20 feet of this thing something Mm, bad happens yeah so i reach in to the bag and I bring out the stone, and I feel it burning my hands, and I go, are you ready, How?" Uh, she says, yes, please, please, put it in the bag. Put it in the bag. Um, I put it in the bag. Good, all right, so it goes in the bag um, very quickly, um, and she ties it up. She, like, kind of tightens the straps on it so that it's not, you can't see into it anymore, um, and then slings it over her back and says, thank you, this is, this is incredible. You are actually the first person who has been able to get this close and touch the materia physically. 
Um, but we can talk about that more uh, when we arrive back in Ardania. Uh, and Holly, I would like to touch the oh, stone. What? You no, I don't recommend it. No, um, no okay. it can no, drive no, you no. mad and incinerate what? you if that's if that's what you want. No, I mean, nothing but, incinerates candy. Let have a the death child wish, learn that the stove is hot. Oh right, one of those like stick the fork okay. in the outlet kind of deals. Yes. Okay. Of course. I can we let him touch it for just a little no, bit? Just a second. I, I will I not want that to anymore. Happen. Good. I'm glad. Um, <laughs> I see a bird fly by and that that grabs my attention. <laughs> oh, a bird. That's cool. Um, you got eagles up in here? And then Holly of Thornton uh, turns in. That's, yeah, when are we going to arrive there? We need to regroup and go back to Fandolin, like, now. Also, um, you guys, did you... And she kind of, like, hints to keep it on the down low. Did you find those those papers that I asked you for? Uh, we did. We did. We did. Uh, yeah, I guess well, we did. We did. We'll talk later about that. Um, in the meantime, how, uh, how how long until we get there? Um, how looks at her? It it should be quite some time. You may want to take a long rest uh, before we get there. It'll we'll probably get there by dawn. Actually, um, in the meantime, will there be I, a warm towel offered on this blimp uh, ride? Yes, yes, this isn't first class on fucking euthanasia <laughs> airlines. Flint, I believe that we should just be grateful enough that we've uh, gotten away from the Warforged. Yeah. Um, so, uh, y'all got beer here? Yes. No, we actually we have uh, food. Can and I have peanuts? Yes, of course. Uh, this is a stocked blimp. Cheeseburgers. Che- yes. <laughs> Anything your heart Man. desires, fucking have it. <laughs> Can I Man. have an Icelandic salad? She kicks you I out of the blimp. You. <laughs> it's literally just salted sardines um, on top of weeds. Actually, it's very good. Um, and it's only offered on Iceland Airlines. Anyway. So she looks at all of you and says, I'm going to I'm going to tend to uh, the injured um, while you know we are on our way there, but in the meantime, please make yourselves uh, comfortable. It's going to be a little while before we arrive there. Uh, do you have any questions for me? I know I can I can answer more when we get to Ardania. We can talk more about what those things were, what this materia is capable of, and why I assume you all came into possession of it. Um, but in the meantime, I need to go look after the uh, injured. Is that is that all right? Sure. Yes, thank you nice. very much, Hal, for your generosity. We will make ourselves scarce. We won't bother you. Of course, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I might bother you a little bit. Well, that's no. fine. That's fine too. Don't even, don't even trip, dog. I'm going to actually follow Hal, and once she's done with the townsfolk, ask her to heal my hands if she's able to. Oh, or she. Anyone's able she to. notices that right away before even going to heal anyone else, and she. She's. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. No. Hold on. One second. Um, and she uh, tries to heal your hand um, as best as possible. It still, like, it, your hand looks, like, almost back to normal now. Um, mm-hmm. But it is, it, it does have some slight markings on it. Um, almost scarring, almost. But uh, you 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 can move your hand and it doesn't hurt anymore. It just kind of has those scars attached to it now. Um, but yeah, she said, this is, this is the best I can do. I'm... I'm so sorry. I mean, I know. It, does it feel okay? I can still use them. Okay. Side note for DM: Good. Is this 
will I be rolling things at disadvantage, or do I just need to get healed again, or is it just no? You're back like, to normal now. Yeah, you just scars yeah, on the hand. Just scars. Yep. To remind okay, you so. of the thing you did, the glorious, glorious thing you did, which was teleport to a stone and just fucking grab that shit <laughs> like a bam. And then so. you survived most of the wisdom saving throws. <laughs> Un- unreal. You should be dead. Thank you. 100% you should Thank be you, dead. Thank you, How? Of course. Some things come with a price. Um, she turns around and starts to heal everybody in the ship one by one. Um, so this is going to be kind of your long rest um, before we get to... Um, she mentioned Ardania. Um, which is also on the large map. Um, it's a very small nation right next to Prathalon, like incredibly small, very minor, um, on the shores um, west of Prathalon. Um, so is there anything you'd like to do on the ship? And like, you can tell me no, uh, and we can continue on, but if there's anything you'd like to get accomplished, you can tell me. Uh, I gotta um... say my nightly prayer. I want to walk away from Flint. I just need time away. <laughs> fair, from Flint. fair enough. I'd like to go find uh, Alec Bald, Malik Baldwin. <laughs> Malik Baldwin, yes, <laughs> yes, like, of course. And and ask him a few questions okay. because. Um, it's... And after that, I want to talk to Hal uh, about the woman, sure. the Asimar woman. Um, and you walk up to Malik. Uh, he sees you, and he says, "Nezren, you're. I'm so glad you're okay." I, uh, I, I tried to take care of one of those guys for you um, with my own Eldritch Blast. Uh, I saw that. Yeah. I saw that, Malik. Um, can I can I chat with you of course, in private? Of course. Did you? What did you find in the Red Brand hideout? Is there anything I should know? Yarno's still alive. Well, what? probably not, in all honesty. Um, <laughs> we fucked him up a little bit. And what do you mean you fucked him up? Why did you fight one of my allies? Why did you... Well... Yarno kind of was prepared to stab you in the back, so... Like, like how? I don't understand, like... Like, he was going to ally with the Black Spider and uh, dominate the entire land to get rich, so... Um, he... I'm sorry. Kind of looks down at the ground and, like, makes a fist and looks back at you and says, You think he's dead? Well, he seemed pretty pernicious when we were fighting him, so I guess if anyone can survive that, it's Iarno. If I see but... that snake again, I'm going to make him pay. Regardless. Um, what else What else did you find? Did you need something? Uh, you can cast Eldritch Blasts. And under my breath I say this. You can cast Eldritch Blasts. Yes. Yeah. I, um, I am a warlock bard. I, uh, I, I don't normally dabble in the warlock arts, but uh, I I feel as though it, it really would have helped me with my music, you know? I am a bard, <laughs> so I feel like it, it really helped me write some things and get to a different level of course, artistically of for me. And then, and then I like step a little bit closer to him and I go, do you know anything about the name Ihees? Um, he he kind of like, Thanks for a second. And actually, let me make a roll for that. He's, uh, uh, no, no, I don't, I don't really know. 
uh, anything about that? Why is it someone I should? Is that someone I should? No, know, it's it's no one, Malik. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Thank you. No, of course, whatever you need, uh, Malik. I used to bard on the weekends. And you used to are there any what? good spots around here? <laughs> you used to bard on the weekends. Is that what you said? I used to bard on the weekends. <laughs> well, there were there were really we- some nice inns to play in uh, Fandolin, but. Uh, you know, those are gone now, obviously. We should jam okay. we should jam sometime. Oh fuck yeah, dude. Jam sash. <laughs> Absolutely. I would love that. What do you play? What do you what do you what do you twiddle with, bro? For the instruments in this world I really like to play the uke. Oh fuck yeah, uke, dude. Uh, man, and, I love and, jamming and, on the uke. And the and the guitar. I got a guitar shipped to me from Tejas. Absolutely. Um nice. he, what? He, Ow. he he brings around um from his back a uh brings around a loot off of his back. And uh, he says, "This is my uh, this is my baby right here." And um, he clicks a button on uh, the front that you can see, and like a sword pops out of like the stem of the loot. And he says, "Ready to go whenever, you know." And then he puts it back wow. into the loot and uh, throws it on his back and says, "Yeah, I've, I've made it out of a couple performances with this thing when, uh, you know, we weren't doing so hot. But you know, those were the Damn. those were the old days. Now." Uh, now I'm with you got uh, some clout now right yeah, yeah now I'm with my organization and everything and you know I just I try to stick with them it's a good it's a good way yeah, to make money let's, so. let's jam absolutely um so I don't mean to brag but I am quite the singer oh really that with yeah with that voice absolutely I can totally understand what so like candy man do you have any musical skills and yeah, candy got any uh, uh <laughs> Malik Baldwin I'm looks at you and is like I, I'm taking a break from Flint. I'm over in the corner of the ship just taking a nap. Just with, okay, you're taking a long rest nap. Got it. Cool. Um, That's fair. And then Nezrin, I know you all, so did you have any more questions for Malik? From Malik? Uh, before I before I go over to how I just kind of casually ask, I go, that... Did you see an Asimar woman in red armor? Uh... N- no, but you you said you saw like a yes. red armored like woman like yes. she had wings she had and whatnot. Yes, she had a golden sword. I think she was a blood hunter as well. Oh my god. Uh, how uh, how come here? Um, how stops what she's doing and comes over and he says they ran into uh, the psycho knight. The psycho knight, like they ran into her. Um, how looks at all of you and says, when did you? When did you run into her? What? It was down in the cavern after we defeated the black spider. I didn't even see the, her. How did you? The giant dwarf thing came through the rock, and uh, and then she saved us. There were so many, there were so many warforged in there. I didn't, I didn't even notice her. Uh, is, is she? She's the one that pushed us back through the portal. Yes. Um, she kind of glances off to the side, gives like a bit of a thousand yard stare, and says. I want you to understand something. If you ever run into her, I need you to run away. I want Why? you to relay that to the rest of your team. She okay. is responsible for hundreds of deaths, so many deaths, and many teams from many nations have been sent to try and capture her, kill her, you name it and none have been able to so far. I would I would venture to guess that she is one of the most powerful beings on this planet right now. And the fact that we 
got that close to her is incredible, um, but also terrifying. So if you if you run into her again, I need you to run away. What's her name? No one knows. They just refer to her as the Psycho Knight. She just attacks randomly, almost seemingly without cause. Of very course. well, thank you very much. She could have very normal reasons, but uh, suddenly she's psycho. Okay. <laughs> wow, Flint, you're starting to sound right, like not yeah. yourself. Wow, that's, that's a little so bit uh, sexist of you, okay? Mm. <laughs> oh, my apologies. I, I, it's something the townsfolk came up with. Um, but yes, that's. I just, please, don't, don't ever face her head on. You need to run away. Thank you. Thank you for this information. Um, and then she starts to turn to go back and heal people. Uh, did you have other questions? Uh, I, just because I'm curious, I pull Malik aside and I go, Yeah, what's up, buddy? Since you're a war- warlock and you don't know about a he's, Okay. Who did you make your deal with? Uh, I didn't. I mean, I kind of found, like, a book and I I didn't really like make a pact with any demons because that's like you know like kind of illegal but like it's a uh, little uh, bit and then I just clear my throat and walk away oh okay alright peace see ya alright thank you thank you of course yeah let me know if you have any other questions man don't don't have anything to do with demons over here not at all cool no I mean like the rest of the Baldwin brothers for me (laughs) I will absolutely my Steven Um, my Robert and then uh, you guys uh, you didn't you haven't really been paying attention but um, one of the first people that uh, how walks up to to try and heal is Gundren, um, who is unconscious and kind of just like laying there on the ship, and um, she does everything she can for him, and uh, turns to all of you and says, "He he's going to be all right. He's just um, he's he's in a bit of a coma coma state right now, and uh, yeah, I'm assuming he'll wake up later. He he should be just fine. You're um, assuming, or you know." Because those are two very different things. Because assuming makes an ass out of you and me. No, I, I'm, sh- I'm certain he'll be fine. Uh, is there anything else you guys want to do? Um, yes, I said I would like to pray. Again? Yes. It, it might I- get cut. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna say that to you right now. Okay. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I wake oh. up from my slumber. I swear to God, Flint, if you pray right now. Almighty Argentine. Fuck. God damn it. I move way down further in the ship. Yeah. <laughs> we thank you for the safe passage to Tihas. Please bless my eyes with the sleep I need to not be an angry dwarf tomorrow. It's never going to happen. And I'm going to Tihas. That doesn't happen. Okay, well, Not yet. Uh, I'm confused. Please forgive Prayer me, Prayer doesn't Argental. even work, dipshit. <laughs> Please forgive me, Argental, for I am an old man who gets confused by names. Sometimes. Okay, a lot of people are trying and... to pray. You're holding up the line. <laughs> and uh, I, I just wanted to say... Um, please guide us on our journey wherever the fuck we're going. You're third in a line of a billion. Please hurry. (laughs) Okay. uh, We bless. We thank you for the sunlight. We thank you. Oh my fucking god. All right. Moving on. No, we're moving on. Okay. I I go find. 
I, I go find Eros and I say, Eros, we have those papers that Halia was uh, looking for. However, uh -huh. I don't uh -huh. know if we can trust her. We could give them to Malik, but we don't know what those papers are for. And I know that we can trust Malik. Argental, so. if it's not too much to ask, I would really like to have an Icelandic salad. Can can one oh, of man. us like attack her? I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> attack I'm him. done. <laughs> can Candyman like... gets up. Candyman gets up, picks up, and I would like I would like to um hit Flint. Actually, head. here's what happens to you, uh, Candyman. So you you try to get away from uh, Flint's very loud praying, like louder than normal, louder Scott, than someone should be. Then, yeah, hundred percent. We'll we'll definitely get to that. Um, yeah, I figured. Uh, you walk further and further into the ship, and uh, you get to kind of like a storage room, and it's a little bit darker in here. It's like a place where you could definitely like lay down your head and try to start to fall asleep. Um, and you try to yeah. start to do that, and then you hear some shuffling from behind like a pile of crates and a head pokes out. Um, and it's, you can't really see this person cause it's a little dark in here. Um, but they say, uh, what do you want? Why are you in my home? This is your home? Who the hell yes, are you? This is my home. What, who are you? I'm fucking Candyman. Who the fuck are you? I'm fucking Hamrick. What do you want? Why are you here? I'm here cause I want to be here. D how? Here for what reason? Get out of my home! God damn it. I'm not gonna get out of your home. Make me get out of your fucking home. Um, he, he pops out oh and he starts to like charge up a spell in his hands. And you finally kind of get a good look at this person because the spell is like lighting up, illuminating everything right now. Um, it's, it's just like this older gentleman who's wearing um, a green robe and there's a sash made of like leaves. Um, going across his chest and it think of like Merlin from the Disney like the really old Disney cartoon movie but like the like, long in beard the stone, yeah sword, sword in the stone Merlin okay. yeah uh, and he kind of got like a crazy look in his eyes and he says oh I can make you I can make you get out of here bud um, and as soon as like has uh, how here's this Russell uh, going on in the back storage room, uh, she opens the door and says, Hamrick, I let you stay back here. Now please don't hurt anyone. You understand? He says, Hal, if it wasn't for you, I would have creamed the hell out of this man. You're, oh, you're a good you're woman, Hal. You're a good you're woman, You're talking Al. to the wrong one right now. Um, you're talking to the wrong one, boy. And... She looks at you, Candyman, and says, no, please, he's just, he's, he, she, she kind of gets closer to you. He's old. Just, just leave him alone. He's, he's a member of the Emerald Enclave, who's like, he was supposed to be the lookout for this town, and we rescued him, and he's, he's a faction member. Please just don't, don't do anything stupid. He's, honestly, he's a really nice guy, um, when you get to know him, but he's just a little, so yeah, just be... Be chill, okay? Be chill. Promise? You promise? God damn, it's fine. Thank you so much. I look back at him and I go, you fuck with me one more time, I swear to God, old man. Uh, he, I'm gonna walk away. He, he, I, he makes the peace sign with two fingers and charges up a spell, like a little mini spell on each <laughs> finger, and then does like the thing where he points at his eyes and then points at your eyes with them. <laughs> and then um, kind of like sits down in a fetal position, like near some boxes, and immediately falls asleep. <laughs> 
Yeah. And then I, I flip him off and I go, that's right, bitch. And, and while his eyes are closed, he flips you off as you're leaving. Um, and he laughs under his breath a little bit like, um, and yeah. Fucking hate old man. <laughs> so you, you leave the storage room. Um, back to what Nazran and Eros were talking about are the papers. Um, you are trying to decide whether or not, you know, Halia can be trusted with these papers. Um, yeah, what are you, what are you going to do with them? What do you, well, what do you think, Eros? Should we show them, should we, should we ask Malik about those papers before telling him that we have them? We can trust him, but. I think, I think he should be made aware okay. of them on our behalf. Uh, just as you guys are doing that, uh, <laughs> Uh, Halia Thornton starts walking toward you guys. Uh, what do you do? I am going to uh, cast Prestidigitation, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna make like a hail of rust, like fall down in front of her face. A hail of rust? Rust, like rust from the from, from the, the ceiling of the metal. metal. Okay, it. yeah, sure. Just like all right. Make her. So um, I'm gonna go ahead and make cool. a uh, Wisdom save here. For Halia, wow. she Why fails doing? big time. Um, so she sees this rust, and I'm actually gonna make some more rolls here. Holy shit! Yeah, nobody knows that this is not real. Okay, um, cool. So you do this, and a bunch of rust starts falling down um, from the top of the ship, and she screams like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! We are falling apart right now!" Uh, how? 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 Um, and uh, how comes up and like they start trying to figure out this situation. Um, so yeah, you've got this this illusory effect like freaking them out. Um, I uh, so I I take taking arrows with me. I walk over to Malik and I go, Malik. What's up? Be cool. Uh, yeah. We're actually not falling out of the sky. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I was freaking out a little bit. Well, okay. Is that um, is that you? Is that Holly, are you doing that? Y- yes. Yes. It was oh, me. Okay. I pull out. Uh, actually, Eros has the letters. Um, I have. Holia asked us to get a a bunch of letters from Iarno, and we did get them, but we don't know what they're for. We can't read them. We haven't opened them. Um, do you know anything about these letters? What she could be after? Um, you. So you give him both of these. I think so. Yes. Right, so one has the seal of his faction, and one has the seal of her faction. Um, he kind of looks them over, uh, casts a spell on them, and uh, Eros, you can kind of tell that this is like a um, detect magic spell, um, and then he also casts uh, he also casts identify on the scrolls to see if there is any type of spell uh, that might be harmful from him opening the scrolls. Um, he says, I recognize mine. This one is full of trade routes for our faction. Um, going to Fandlum and things of that nature. Where did you where did you get this? We got this from Yarno's God study. damn it. <sighs> that could have been very bad. Thank you for recovering this. Um, this one, uh, he eyes it over, says, uh, I, it, it also looks like trade routes for the Zentarum, Halia's faction. Um, I, I shouldn't I shouldn't really be looking at this, but this is... And then he looks at it a little harder. Hold on. Halia? And uh, the Fuck. by this moment, uh, the illusory effect of the, um, the rust snow that you made 
uh, coming down from the ceiling uh, subsides, and they've kind of figured it out at this point. Um, he walks over to them and says, How, look at this. Uh, and How looks at the piece of paper, and she says, This is a plan to intercept trade routes for the Lord's Alliance. Halia, explain yourself. Um, and Halia looks around at everybody and then looks at both you, Nezran, and Eros and looks back and says, well, it doesn't matter anymore, does it? Thandalin is dead at this point. It's just, it's no longer a thing. And uh, Malik says, how can you say that? There's still, there are still people down there. We're doing this to regroup. And you were going to, what, push us out and stop all of our trade routes? For what? And she says, well, I mean, business is business. Don't don't get so angry about it. Um, and then Mallet goes to, like, grab Halia. And How says, enough. It doesn't matter anymore. We are all on the same team with one similar goal. You understand? Um, and they both... They, Malik puts Halia down and they both nod and kind of look at each other and then walk away. Um, Malik walks toward you, Eros, and Nezran and says, thank you for that. I um, I mean, I always knew Halia was a, a bit of, more of a treacherous woman, but I, I didn't think that... I, I knew we'd be working together, but I didn't think that she would betray us like that. Thank you. I, oh, I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, I, I don't have much, You're but... He, he pulls out a sack of gold um, and gives you two uh, 25 gold pieces each. Um, and then wow, gives that's you... that's a really big sack. <laughs> yeah, I know. I carry it everywhere. Um, <laughs> and gives you both an wow. extra 50 and says, those are for your uh, your compatriots. Um, I, don't, I don't know where they are. I think Flint's dead ass asleep or still praying or something. Um <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I think he fell asleep went, while but... praying. Yeah. Flint is uh, the person that, like, they're old and they don't give a fuck, so they just took up, like, an entire aisle of seats. <laughs> you're, like, you're sitting in, like, like three fast seats. Fast asleep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> like, feet up on the left and oh, then head on the shit. right. And so I can look out the window. Solid. Okay, cool. So, how much did we each get then? Um, each each got 25 more gold. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Halia, In addition to what we had Just before, so you were aware, Halia yeah. was offering each of you 150 apiece. <laughs> you know what? If I'm not in it for well, the money. We did the yeah, right no, thing. Yeah, no, you did the right thing. Uh, Under my breath, I kind of curse quietly. If <laughs> you hear the fiend it. inside of you go, I really could have used that money for stupid material it's not things. Fiend, I it's not. Bullshit. Can I speak to the fiend? Uh, well, I mean, I don't know. Nezran, I'm a are wizard. you going to let him? Or? Uh, no, absolutely not. Oh, Sorry. Damn. Well, Nezran, I will tell you, it's not about the money. We did the right thing. Just just go do something with your fiend. And, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Um, cool. So, Malik's hot. Person, I had to make a choice. Do you, do you all have anything else you want to do? No. No. Rest? Are we able to rest? Yeah, you're gonna take a long rest for sure. Um, okay, good. Yeah. So Candyman is asleep toward the back room. No, I'm not asleep. I, I've reconciled. I've reconciled with. I've reconciled with Ham Hammer, and I'm talking to him about how much I hate Flint. 
You talking about that old At dwarf dude out there co- taking up three fucking seats? At least seats? he found some common ground. Yeah, that guy. He, that motherfucker. He all he does is pray. Yeah, seems like a piece of dumb. shit. Honestly. Hey, you know it'd be funny, Hammer. Yeah, what, you what? know what you could do? What? What? You should go punch him. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna punch a dwarf in the dick. I'm just saying, man. That'd be pretty. He's, dumb. he's like what? 200? 250? Oh my god, listen Does to that. someone need to go do the someone need to go do the Heimlich maneuver on him? God, or is he okay? I got him. A really light Eldritch Blast. It's the <laughs> tiny yeah! one. It's a little, Holy fucking just a little, like, shit! Zap. What the fuck was that? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, you you probably should sleep on your side. Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think you have some sleep apnea oh, there. Well, uh, thank you. That was that was. We restarted very nice. your heart. You're welcome. Archetal you blesses heart. you. All right. Archetal. I would like to jump. I would like to jump in the ocean. What? Out of the blimp? Oh shit! We're in the sky. Never mind. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> 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 okay. So you guys get your long rests in, um, and as dawn approaches. Um, the light kind of... Can we steal from Halia? Does she have the gold on her? Uh, you can try. I probably have to roll really high stealth. I'm not gonna do No, please. I was a good cleric. I studied all my stuff. (laughs) And my thing, Hamrick, is it should... It just talks. The dwarf just talks. I know. I can hear it. I can hear it from here. It's fucking wild. Wait, you haven't even, you don't even know. Wait until we're battling and he decides to sing. I'm sorry? I'm fine to fucking, I'm fine. Let me tell you something. Who sings in the middle of the battlefield? Every time I fucking, this this dipshit, this dipshit (laughs) does. Every time. So when I'm sitting there, I'm just chilling, fighting a black spider, killing everything. Goddamn cleric over there. I gotta pray. I gotta (laughs) sing a song now. That's every time. Every damn time. And I hate it. That sounds horrible. Um. Cool. So y'all get your long rest in, and as dawn approaches, um, the light starts peeking through the windows of the blimp, and um, you look outside uh, for the first time since seeing that horrific scene of the town burning down and being attacked, and there is just this massive uh, forest surrounding this castle and town, and the castle is very large, um, overlooking the ocean, and then um, to the left of that town, also in kind of like the beachish area, is a very small town. And this, you guys uh, can understand that this is Ardania, and um, you start to pull up to the uh, castle um, with the blimp, and there's a landing area, um, and you finally touch down on land, and House says, Welcome to Ardania. Um, this Ardania, I hardly know her. <laughs> that was a, I pat hazard in the That back. was a good one. Um, I. You guys, did you know there's a blimpies on this blimp? Yeah, you didn't know that. It comes complimentary on every on every blimp that Ardania so makes. meta. Yeah, so, so meta. meta. Um, <laughs> so you uh, you walk off the blimp, and she says, "We first will bring." the stone that I have acquired in this bag here to the shrine. Um, oh, there's... You, you'll see it when we get there. Um, it's... You notice also that, like, as you're looking up at the skies and everything, you came through what seems like a barrier of clouds. Like, this area... Like, you can look up and see the sky and the sun is shining brightly and yada yada yada, but it's also, like, the entire piece of land 
is just covered in clouds. Um, and you're walking into the castle, and she says, you guys will also be introduced to um, the king of Ardania, and we will try to get this stone um, taken care of. So you guys um, are walking in toward the castle. You get uh, through the door off of the landing pad, and how turns to all of you as you're walking, and you continue to walk, she says, don't worry, uh, when you meet the king, he is actually incredibly uh, nice. There's no need to be um, super formal or anything like that. Um, you, you will have to kind of get used to who he is as a person, I guess is the best way to put that. You'll see when we get there. Um, and you guys um, piss me off. walk across a courtyard um, to these massive, massive doors. Um, beautiful stained wood carved um, with what looks like the history of Ardania um, and they open um, via a couple servants and you walk into the throne room and you see this tall very like he's actually pretty good looking um, elven man that is uh, practicing fencing in just the middle of this throne room with no one else but him that's it's just him and like some guards surrounding the area and he's like basically fencing with nobody um and you walk in and you hear <laughs> oh how how it's good to see you good to see you and who you who are your friends um and i'm candy man oh well, wonderful to meet you um and he not wonderful to meet you okay wow Candyman. I like God. the fire of this one. <laughs> um, yeah, I knew you did. Yeah, yeah, I feel your energy. Yes, indeed. What's your? I like you. Uh, What's your name, King? My name uh, is King Jacob Mormon the uh, Third. And I I welcome you to the kingdom of Ardania. And he does like a really cool uh, thing with his blade where he bows um, and swipes it around. You are. Fabulous. I am Eros Eladrin. Oh, right back at you, big guy. Uh, and, and you, Your Majesty. Yes. My name is Nezran, and I offer a bow to him. Ah, what's well, a very formal, very formal of you. Uh, and then you, the dwarf. I, what is your name? Uh, I'm I'm Flint, and uh, and then I bow, but I only have 18 inch legs, and I was trying to like be the most gracious, so my head <laughs> hits the floor. <laughs> He looks at you and says, Hmm, a man of the cloth, I see. Is that correct? Uh, cloth? Which one? The the cloth of Argental, obviously. I can see the insignia on your cloth right there. Yes, yes, I am a man of Argental. I am a very learned man myself. It's a pleasure oh. to have you in my hall. It's uh, a pleasure to be here. Yes. Uh, wait, wait, how? Why are you... Why are you here? You weren't supposed to be back for a, a month or two, at least. Um, and how proceeds to fill in the king on what happened in Fandolin. And he says, I see. Well, at least you were able to recover the stone. Have you have you filled these, these people in on why they're here? Um, and she says, no, not yet. I feel it would be better to bring them into the shrine before we... Um, before we explain to them why we 
took them, why we have them here, etc. He says, an absolutely brilliant idea, How This is why you're here. And um, he walks over to the throne and uh, he moves something on the throne. You don't exactly see what he's doing. And the throne proceeds to move um, forward toward him, revealing uh, a staircase uh, behind oh. it. And he says, right this way. And uh, before he goes down, he also says, wait, wait, where is my son? How, where is my son? Um, and how says, oh, uh, I actually didn't see him on the way in. Is he, where, where is he right now? Where, sh where should he be? And he says, I, I believe I sent him to get his archery in order. I don't, I, maybe he's taking lessons right now. I don't know. Regardless, let's, let's go. Um, and you start making your way down on these stairs um, into this massive cavernous area. Um, and then it kind of, toward the end of the cavern, closes off to a wall. But as you guys are walking, um, you're starting to see these um, almost like hieroglyphics like built into the wall as you're getting closer and closer to this minor source of light at the end of this cavern. Um, and then Halia waves her hand and more and more lights come on and you see this towering wall of a- Wait, 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 wait. Hal Halia or how? Yeah. Oh, sorry. How, how waves oh, her hand. Okay. Um, and you see this towering wall of what looks to be some sort of deity um, holding up both of his hands and the wall is covered in these little holes um, that look like, uh, you know, you could probably fit something in there. Um, and then in front of this towering wall is um, a stone pillar jutting out of the ground um, that has the symbol of, uh, like, you look at this god and there's a symbol on its chest on the wall, and that same symbol is on this pillar in front of the wall. Um, that is about like person height. Uh, it's a little taller than uh, Flint is, but like if you were an average height person, it you would be able to like walk up and directly put your hand on it. Um, and Holly looks at all of you and says, "This is the shrine of Jagal. Um, are any of you familiar with Jagal? Everyone, go ahead and give me a history check. Nineteen. Eighteen. 18, oh all right. Seven. Seven, okay. 18. Okay, shut up. Three of you got 18s and one of you got a seven? I got 19. Oh, 19. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, yeah, you guys know that, like, this is kind of a god that is more so, like, not really talked about very often and is kind of the butt of some jokes. Um, Dragal is the god of the end. Um, basically, oh. the end of time, the end of everything. And he doesn't have any, like, followers, per se, because, like, there's not really a religion to Dragal. He's more of just, like, he is supposed to appear when the end of everything occurs. Um, he's not like, the end is nigh, or anything like that. It's just, like, he just pops up when the end is near. Um, so is he, like, an underworld-type god? Um, he is neither. He's not, like light or dark or good or bad he just is basically so you look up at this and you see this shrine of Dragalia and some of you do like know enough about him um she proceeds to tell you 
this shrine um, is something we discovered uh, below this castle, which um, used to be uh, an entire following of Dragal, but they were wiped out by some unknown force. And we believe, if you look at the uh, inscriptions and insignias and glyphics around this hall, it tells a story of an end coming to who we are as like a people, a race, the world. Um, and you kind of look around and you see like a race of people getting, like one that really catches your eye, a race of people getting destroyed by some unknown outside force. And it's kind of like scratched off of the wall. You can't see what this force is, but you do see the people cowering in fear of this unknown assailant. Um, and Jergal is in the middle of all of these different pictures and glyphs and things like that, um, kind of overseeing it all happen. Um, and she says, I, I, I am not a perfect historian, but I believe that the only way to combat this is gathering these stones that you yourselves are, you're the, like, I, like I said, you're the only one that has been able to acquire one. Um, the only group of people so far that has been able to touch one without dying or going mad. Um, we are... Good job, Nazaran. Yes, no, really. Thank good you, job. Jesse, man. I appreciate um, that. Just fucking blowing on his dick, aren't we? It's time that we tell you about our order. Um, she walks up to you, Nazaran, and hands you the bag and says, we are the Silent Sentinels. We make sure that everybody on the globe is attuned to peace. We make sure that the five factions don't get too out of line. We make sure that the 14 other nations don't get too out of line. And we try to do our best with what manpower we have. And that is what our order has sought to do for ages, for millennia. Um, you are an important piece of that now. I, I, we need you to help us with this. And as she hands you the bag, she says, I, this is kind of going to be probably a little dangerous. Do you see that slot in toward the center? And you look toward the center of this towering wall with your gall on it. Um, in the very center is, uh, a kind of, it's kind of like a stone turntable. Um, mm -hmm. where you don't see anything in that, but below that you see a slot um, that is kind of glowing now a little bit. And none of the other slots are glowing. And she says, the reason that is glowing is because that slot holds this specific piece of materia. And the one that you found, this specific piece, according to the wall, is the materia of Arcana. Um, this, I'm sure you felt the power as you were holding it, but I did. You, you do know that it is very dangerous. I, I need you to go up, put the stone in that slot, and then touch the altar. And that's that stone portion jutting out in front of the wall um, to close it off and seal it off for good. Um, our goal, our mission, according to this wall, is to collect these pieces of materia to try and attempt to stop this end from happening, whatever that may be. We don't know what will happen when we collect all of them, but I do know this. The Warforged are here for a reason. 
and I believe that they are also trying to collect these pieces to further help the end of the world, not save it. So if you to could usher it along. Yes. So please, if you could. So I reach into the the bag. Yes. And I grab the stone, and I bring it out, and I walk over to the the alcove, and then right before I put it in, I want to see if I can talk to the fiend. Um. Yeah, what's up, buddy? This kind of hurts. Can you please, please, what, what is it? What? Do you know anything about this Jagal? What is going on? Yeah, he's on? the god. You know he's, the, he's the god of the end of everything. Really quiet guy. Uh, I just, oh, this hurts. Okay, all right. So, I put it in. I put it into the alcove. Cool. And then I walk over and I touch the, uh, the top of the pe- pedestal. Okay, so you touch the top of this pedestal, Nezran. And as you do it, you feel a sense of power welling up within you. Um, After touching that stone and touching this pedestal, Nezran, a black shroud appears around um, pretty much the upper half of your body. Uh, And it almost looks translucent, but you can also kind of see it um, very closely surround your arms, your hand. Uh, your torso, and you kind of look behind you and you can also see um, some very bone-like wings, um, also slightly translucent, and it's a part of this aura you're emitting now. Um, And you hear the fiend inside of you go, This is weird. This is weird. Oh, man, this feels good, though. Uh... And he he says, I I think (laughs) after touching that stone, are, are you fucking the stone, sir? Yeah, are you fucking the stone, dude? Did you fuck the stone before you put it in the bag? Nezran, you you have to be honest. I'll know if you're lying. I'm the DM. Did I fuck yeah, the did stone? Yeah, did you fuck the stone, dude? I would like to do an no. insight. I would like, <laughs> to, I'd like to do an insight. On I would like to do an insight check on that and see uh-huh. if he actually an did fuck the stone. Inside check? In- so, uh, the fiend, you can hear an him go, uh, check. I, I think after you touch the stone, it God damn it, that's funny. Our or is closer together, I can I can kind of, like, protect you a little bit. Um, and then you finally put your whole hand down. Uh, this kind of happens in slow motion. You, f- you put your whole hand down on the pedestal and time just stops. Nezran. Um, oh, wow. You turn to look and you see um, how, like, kind of awestruck at what's happening. She's not moving, though. The king is also awestruck. You see Malik and Halia and Sister Grail, who's also been just, like, super quiet this whole time. And you see, like, kind of off in the distance toward the stairway, Hamrick is there watching what's happening. Um, And none of your other party members, though, are frozen. Um, And you turn back to face the, um, the wall and you look up and you get a similar feeling to when you were in that white space um, with the goddess. And you look up and you see Jagal um, kind of phasing out of the stone and coming toward you a little bit. And Jagal, to give you a better description of what he looks like, um, imagine a two-headed like horseman basically um coming out of this wall with a giant staff almost that looks like um at the tip of it some clockwork going on um and he comes out 
and says in two separate voices but the same sentence, You have brought the first of many. You must continue to bring the stones to this resting place, or I fear the end is sooner than everyone assumes it to be. The end is always on the cusp, but you can prolong it. Bring me the stones, bring me the materia, and together we can stop this. How many stones are there? Um, after he says that, time unfreezes. If I could turn back time. <laughs> time unfreezes. Um, and Nezran, your necrotic shroud uh, sucks back up into your body. Um, you <laughs> you now have this ability of the fallen Azamar um, <coughs> to activate once a day. Um, and also, this ability, you get the sense that you can activate it, and you can touch the stones, the materia, without hurting yourself. You can use this aura to grab one. Lovely. Um, nice and i kind of like can i like for right now can i like pop them out again and like, yeah you just like, like a couple times you're like hey, <laughs> in out in out so cool my wings <laughs> i didn't i used to have feathers with these but <laughs> this is okay all right um and then I- the stone the hole that you put the materia in um the stone turns inward toward the wall and disappears the stone um, and now it's just, it kind of melds the like into the wall, and it's just wall now. Um, the stone just disappears. And Hal, like, whips out a notebook, and she says, fascinating. Um, and she starts, like, writing things down. Um, and says, I have been, I have been studying these, these glyphs and these stories for so long. I, I didn't know what would happen if you put the stone in the wall. Did you, what, did you sense anything? When you put it in, did you feel anything? What what happened? I look down at my hands, and they're scarred and gnarled and everything, and I go, we have a quest, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'm sorry to, I mean, yes, to gather the materia, and I I, I understand if this seems too dangerous for all of you. I, I would never ask you to, you know, risk your lives this way. However, like I said, you're the only ones that have been able to touch it you, Nezran, and your party got close enough to it without dying. Is this something that you can do? We will, of course, pay you, lodge you, um, and give you what you need, whatever is necessary, in order to, uh, you know, get the ball rolling, basically, as it were. Uh, is is this agreeable for all of you? I turn to the rest of the party. Well? Uh... I like to think about it for a week. Okay, okay, that's totally understandable. Just kidding. I mean, oh. I ain't afraid of nothing. I'm down. Oh, okay, cool, awesome. And and the rest of you? Like my pop always said, quests are the best. That's that's a really good saying. I like that a lot. <laughs> a lot of a lot of people on this call are Flint. giving you the thumbs down, but I I disagree. I think that's a great saying. <laughs> I am. Will Argental all be with us? Up inside. I don't know. I mean, always waiting. Let's ask on him. The fucking cleric. Let's ask him. While uh, you're asking him, Eros. 
Yeah, I'm in. Oh, okay, cool. Wow, that was right. easy. Awesome. Uh, Flint, you here. Do it. Do it now. Okay, shit. Do, do, do the quest. Cool. So I step up. I step up to the king, and I shake his hand, and I push my wings out for just a sec, and I go, Your Majesty, we are the Fool's Gold Four. No. <laughs> the Fool's Gold Four. This is terrible. All right. Uh, he takes out his. We don't have to be. He that takes big. out his his rapier and he like kind of does like the dubbing thing where he crosses it across your shoulder. This this is the craziest shit I've ever seen. How are you doing that? <laughs> um, and you you um, also hear uh, kind of like a small cup drop um, from uh, the side, covered by one of the pillars uh, surrounding this area, and from behind it. Uh, a smaller elf. Uh, it looks doesn't look older than I don't know. A young elf boy, like forty, um, comes out of, <laughs> from behind a pillar, and uh, he has dropped a cup and says, "I'm, I'm so sorry. I no, I'm not. Dad, chill. I know I'm not supposed to be here." And he says, "Kit, Kit, I didn't want you ever to come down here. Do you understand? It's too dangerous to come down here." I, he says, "I know. I'm sorry. Hi." I'm Kit Mormont. Uh, I I am his son. I'm Prince Prince Kit Mormont. Uh, that your prince was incredible. And he starts walking toward um, the altar, and he says, "I I think I can do you one better." And his dad goes to try to stop him, um, but he doesn't get there in time, and he starts to touch the altar and says dad wait i'm serious just hold on uh nezran please come come back here really quick um i walk over to the pillar and i go young man do you know what you're doing i I do if if my if my studies have been correct this is exactly what we need to do every time we touch the stone uh after you bring back a piece of material please touch this pedestal um, and he's moving right. some stuff around on the pedestal, like things are rotating and moving and things like that. Um, Nezran, do you, you touch the pedestal again? Yep, I put my, both my hands down on the you pedestal. You put both of your hands on this pedestal, and a slot opens up on the wall at the very bottom, um, and this bright light shines from below this pedestal, from below where it opens up. Um, roll a d20 for me. Oh god, terrible. Four. Four. Um, so this here's what's about to happen. Um every time you guys bring a piece of materia back, uh Kit says, So the power you put into the wall there can actually help summon magical items. Um, but only a certain amount. We can't pump out like a ton of them. We want the these stones to retain power, uh, and we want them to be there for us during the end whatever that is i don't i don't know why we need these stones or what they're going to do but apparently it's really important and house says why do you why do you know this how do you know this because i've been i've been down here studying these these glyphics for for ages and i i just know that something good is going to happen if we bring these stones together and i've also been studying the magic prowess of each of these pieces of materia and what they what each of them does um he looks at you all and says i am a i'm sorry i'm i'm an artificer i know many different things about 
magic items and you know relics and things of that nature i i each one of you needs to come up and touch this pedestal uh, for help on your journey and i'll show you why um after that light subsides from that bottom slot uh he goes up to it and pulls out um nazaran you rolled a four Mm-hmm. What looks to be a uh, small piece of holy shit, this is dope. A small piece of driftwood, um, and it's very oddly shaped and everything. And he uh, picks it up with uh, a glove that he puts on, and he does something to it where it starts to float in midair, um, and his eyes kind of light up for a second. And he is casting the spell, um, fuck, what was it? Identify. And he looks at you, Nazaran, and goes, this is very interesting. This is called Magua's Statue. Um, And he walks it over to you while it's still floating and everything. And he starts to pull up the (laughs) description of Magua's Statue while looking. Okay, so um, he says... (laughs) This, uh, if this statue touches any living piece of flesh, it adheres permanently to it, and you can only remove it um, with the remove curse spell. Uh, otherwise, it just it sticks on there like forever. And you, this is yours. Um, he hands it to you, and he says, "Go on, you you can touch it. You're the only one that can um, without it sticking to them." But this is a wondrous magical item. Uh, you speak a command word. And it can come off, but you know, if if you stick it to anybody, it's gonna stay stuck to them and you will always know where it is. Oh, so it's a tracking thing. Basically. Right. Um, and it's also it can be used to like during battle and stuff like that. You can stick it to people and try to like get them stuck on things and stuff oh like my that. Gosh. Yeah. Um it's a wonderful little item. Um and then he looks at the rest of you and says Uh, how, listen, I I think we need to use at least a little bit of resource from this stone in order to give these people uh, the items it can infuse to make them stronger for their journey. We we need to do at least that. Um, And Hal says, very well, you seem to know a lot more than I do about it. You're you're an intelligent boy. He says, ah, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, You, next. He points at Candyman. Um, and he moves some stuff around on the um, the shrine again, and says, "Come, come, touch this." Fine. Uh, but so I'll you... only I'll only do it with my pinky. Okay. Um, go. So go ahead and roll a d twenty. Um, now these rolls you're doing for these magic items, there's not really like a good or bad roll. Um, I will say mm. that if you roll the one, it's a bad item, but like it's still something you could use, basically. Um, three. Three? Okay. Um, that light shines in that slot once again. Um, and he looks at you, Candyman, and says, okay, hold on one second. Uh, he goes up to it and pulls out um, this pretty slick-looking armor. Um, oh, God, Candyman. you lucky bastard. Um, <laughs> and let me pull up. You already have magical fucking chainmail. Well, no, the, the chainmail itself isn't magical. Um, oh, but like it does have his. But the, the guy wearing it is. 
it does have the ins- you're right. It does have the insignia of the goddess. Um, however, he pulls out this armor, and Candyman, you look at it, and the symbol of the goddess starts to like engrave itself in the center of this armor. And he does the same thing again. He makes it kind of float in the air, and he casts the identify spell, and he says, "This is, huh? This is called slippery armor. Uh, it's." interesting you you can't be grappled while you're wearing this armor um it's basically if anyone tries to wrestle you they you can slip out with ease um and you also get a plus one uh bonus to ac while you're wearing this armor um very nice so he he floats it over to you and he says uh go on take it put it on try it on if you don't, I will. I'm a little shy. Can I do it in private? Yeah, of course. Of course. There's a pillar over there I was hiding behind. You Just kidding. Candyman private. ain't shy as <laughs> you shit. Take off your shirt in front Look of everybody. I get it. I, I get it. I take it off and I put all the shit on. <laughs> Naked and I put... Wait. I put it on. Oh, okay, good. He is taking his clothes off Thank God. in front of us. And um, I go, I know I yeah. didn't have to take my pants off, but I did anyway. <laughs> okay. I, I guess. I mean, I'm. I just. I just put the armor on, but I have no pants on at this moment in time. I'm just a 40 year old kid, oh but all right, whatever. Uh, so. This is a young yeah, boy. I'm just I'm a young, young elven boy. Um, so, and then he looks at uh, nice Flint. Thighs. Flint, right? You next. What am I supposed to do? Um, he moves some stuff around on the shrine again and says, "Touch, touch the pedestal there." Uh Touch it. I feel as though this is a great omen. There is the end symbols. Touch the pedestal. Oh, fine. <laughs> Fuck, Jesus. Um, you touch the pedestal. Go ahead and roll me a d20. Who is this Jesus person? Uh, 10. Is there any modifier? Uh, no. It's just a random number. I have a list of 20 things here um, for each of you. Uh, he goes up to where the light is now subsiding in that slot and pulls out another piece of armor. Um, oh. Let's see here. Uh, he makes it float and then uh, casts Identify on it and says, this is called the Armor of Forgiveness. It's a holy relic piece of armor. Um, while you're wearing this, any person that tries to take like a really heavy hit on you, uh, it kind of... Uh, blocks the blow a little bit. Um, basically, what this armor does is it gives you a plus one to bonus saving throws. And it also, anytime someone gets a crit on nice. you, um, it becomes okay. just a normal normal hit. Very nice. Oh. Yeah, so this was okay, actually one of the this. the really good items on the list. Items. Uh, what is this called? The, the armor, armor of, of forgiveness. And I'll, I'll yeah. homebrew all of this for you in roll 20 and add it to your characters. Uh, oh, okay, okay cool. I was yeah. going through the D and D. Oh yeah, beyond. it probably I won't. Be I don't there. see yeah. Magwa's statue. Um, and then uh, I mean, I, I do apologize, but you have to understand, knowing that there's the the Mo- the Magwai statue. Magwai. Uh, I just I I I couldn't be sure, especially <laughs> when we're talking about the Actually, end of times. Actually, uh, it's called Magwa's statue. Uh, yes, but yes, regardless, uh, I am familiar. You don't feed it after midnight. Wizard, uh, Ar- Eros, right? Uh, you come, t- come, and he starts moving stuff around. Come touch the pedestal. It's okay. Ugh. The the Mogwai's not gonna hurt you. And then uh, roll a d twenty, Wesley. <laughs> God. Alrighty. 
Oh fuck, hold on. Can I pet the Mogwai? Uh, 20. Roll it. I was about to say, you got a 20? No, no, no. I got an 18. 18. Nice. Okay. It's just a plain oh, D20. Oh, fuck. I right? hoped you would get this one. This is going to be so dope. Okay. Nice. Um, can I have a... Can I just have... Can I just have a, a staff that has just a big fucking dildo on the top of it? This is the staff of dildo... Baggins. Baggins. Uh, <laughs> Dildo Baggins. Yes. <laughs> okay, so um, you shall not pass. You rolled, you rolled an eighteen, um, Wesley. Yes. The light shines through this this um, opening in the bottom of this wall, this slot, and he goes to pick it up. And as he's picking it up, like some smoke exits the the hole, um, and. He makes it float. He casts Identify. And as he turns around and is casting Identify, you see a pipe. Um, and it's like, um, imagine like a shorter version of like Gandalf's pipe. And it's got some like clockwork attached to it. Um, like a smoking yeah, pipe. Yeah, like a like smoking big, pipe. white, long smoking um, pipe. Okay. And he says, this is, I don't, I, I don't know how this would particularly help you on your journey, but it seems... May, like maybe it could be useful uh this is the pipe of smoke shaping uh the pipe looks and functions like a normal pipe but uh you can also speak the name of a small animal uh take a hit and it will cause the smoke you blow to form into the shape of that spoken animal um, holy shit it's like pocahontas yeah it's it can form small and medium size animals like nothing crazy large um, but the smoke giraffe, the, the, the animal you blow can also, uh, follow your commands. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> it can also follow your commands uh, uh, and move. Sorry, I'm 12. I'm sorry. It can move through porous objects and, uh, it can carry a small object that weighs less than a pound. Um, wow. Dude, you can summon a familiar through smoke. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, Shit. Oh, like Pocahontas's dad. And his eyes are still kind of lit up, and he says, oh, this this actually might be also a little more helpful. Uh, if the smoke ends its turn in the same space as another creature, um, it loses its form and disintegrates, creating kind of like a poisonous smoke. Um, basically, what he's oh, saying shit. is if it ends its turn near one of your enemies, um, they need to make a DC 10 constitution saving throw or be Contact poisoned. Contact high. Um, so yeah, you get the pipe of smoke shaping. Fuck, nice. that's cool. I specifically added that to your list for reasons. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm really glad that yeah. you got that one first because it's only one of twenty on there. So dope as hell. Um, oh, wow. And he looks at everyone else in the room. Uh, Kit does, and he says, "I, I don't think we can. I mean, I know we can. We can draw more power from the stone, and." get more magical items for people but i what i don't know is if we're sapping the magical energy from this stone how long it's going to last i mean these things have an abundant amount of magical energy but i feel like we should only use it so much um and how says um yes i completely agree whatever power we can salvage from these items will help us in the end um i I don't want to rush anything, but there is also going to be a summit held by all of the nations and the five factions going on in Prathalon. And Prathalon, um, <clears throat> you guys all know Prathalon as 
the nation that happens where there's a lot of trade that goes on there between like the entire world. Um, if you can make it there, you can make it Basically, anywhere. yeah, like one of those kinds of places where um, everybody has a stake in Prathalon um, and everybody has their own individual like embassy there um, from each of the 14, 15 nations. Um, and that's where everybody has chosen to um, have a summit every year to discuss the happenings in the world and make sure, you know, things are going smoothly. Um, the last mm-hmm. summit is where you all know, based on history, I'm not even going to make you roll for this. This is just common knowledge. Um, the last summit that was held started the war between um, the elves on the other side of the globe, um, where they just did not agree with certain things. You don't know the full story, but um, that's where it all began. Um, so how looks at all of you and says, we need to attend this summit and make sure Ardania's voice is heard when, <clears throat> excuse me, when talking about these Warforged um, that appeared. And they're, they're apparently popping up everywhere around the globe. It's not just Warforged popping up in Actaris where you guys were in Phandalin, but it's also in Prathalon, Tyria, Sigil, Tihos, everywhere. They're, they're popping up and we need to have this summit in order to you know, combat this. Um, will you, right. I need you all to attend and tell everyone what you've seen without revealing the stone. You, you cannot tell them about the stone. It is our goal at the Silent Sentinels to keep these a secret and try to gather them as quickly as possible because in the wrong hands, it, it could be detrimental to saving this this planet so will you will you all come with me yeah i guess yeah we'll come with you how thank you so much um i'm in now that we've dropped Walk off the stone slowly. you you are very tall now that we've dropped off the stone we will start making arrangements um to uh make our way to prathalon the capital city so you guys um are all taken by away by some servants and shown to some individual rooms um, but as you're all walking, um, you know, to this, uh, actually, no, you know what? I'll say that it's not even within the castle. You guys get shown to like a building in the town of, um, Ardania, which is like below the castle kind of, um, mm-hmm. and you're taken to, uh, they, they say they're going to be taking you to like a really nice inn where you guys can kind of rest up before, um, tomorrow when you're going to be going to Prathalon in order to speak up at the summit. Um, as you guys are walking there, you get, you, you pass up a little shop, um, that says, uh, <laughs> it says, um, discount, discount, sundries and wares. Um, <laughs> oh my God, a souvenir shop. We have to go in. Everyone. Yeah. And you, uh, you, as you say that the door slams open and you see standing there a very stout, looking black robed man with this massive mustache and he says hmm it's not very often that the king's servants come down with the rest of us scrubs well fuck you very much sir excuse me and he uh, walks out of the shop and says what are the king's servants doing in the town and the servant uh, looks at this guy and goes, 
we're we're just taking them to their rooms and they they've had a very long day uh of you know talking and things like that so if you could just like leave us alone and he's no 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 please if you would you can you can come into my shop anytime i am i am viscount discount i sell <laughs> the the nicest sundries and wares we are we are currently undergoing some construction but i can allow you to buy any of the basics you need for your journeys and if you're really good i can show you some of my back room wares Ooh, Indeed. Yeah. this is worth going in to you guys Arrows. we just got the magical items we have some gold i think we should we should stock Ooh, you up have some gold you say please um so you do you, do you want to go into the shop? I guess I want to go into the shop. What is can everyone I else? Pe- can I can I peek in and see like if he has actual shit in there? Yeah, absolutely. Um, go ahead and make just like a perception check. Yeah, because I don't want to like go in and it's like wear this harness and I'm like oh god. Okay, I rolled a fifteen. It puts the lotion on its skin. <laughs> I rolled a three, so. Oh, dope. <laughs> so, this, let's go with. You're um, like just ready to shop. This, you're just like, uh, I want to go in. Is this perception? Yes, this is just a perception check. Okay, so I rolled a 19. Okay, um, so you look in there and basically you see, yeah, it is under some construction at the moment. Um, and you guys have like pretty much the rest of the day. Um, you know, this did not take very long. You probably ate up a lot of the morning. I would say it's around noon right now um and they're going to be leaving for the summit a little bit later that night um it is an emergency summit so like it was some in the same day but um you look in the shop and you see just like a lot of basics um so you can actually uh in your player's handbook see like a basic list of things that you can shop for um that i will allow you to pick from um and i can actually send you guys that link really quick um that would be that you see um, what you're allowed to buy. I lean over to Eros and I, and I pull him down so that he can hear me because I'm only four feet tall. And I say, I think the dildos are gonna be in the back. I'm not sure. But if I were looking for dildos, I would go to the adult section and I don't need clothing. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. All right, so I'm going to send you guys a link to, like, a basic shop. And it's a pretty large list of things. Um, But, again, most of it is basics. I will tell you whether or not you're allowed to purchase these things. I haven't gotten a really good chance to take a look at this list. Um, But a lot of these things won't be in the shop because it's under construction right now. Um, And the Mm -hmm. discount says, please have a look at my my potions and wares and things of that nature. If you need any equipment, I'd be more than happy to uh, assist you. Aaron, really quick, even though I was snoring, did I get 25 gold? Did they tell me? Uh, Yeah, we'll yes, say that we've... you guys okay. have hashed that out we've... and you each got another 25 gold. Um, I buy the most expensive horn in the place. The most expensive horn? Yes. Okay. Um, I want the expensive one, so that's actually five gold pieces. So you want the horn? Mm-hmm. And I take it and immediately start trying to, to play it. I remember these things. I played one in, in, when I was a kid. And, uh... Oh, don't blow if you're not willing to go. Are you paying for the horn? 
Oh, yeah, I thought I did already. Oh, Here you go. Well, thank you. And you hand him, uh, how much is it? Five gold. Five gold. You waste five gold on a horn. <laughs> very well. Um, is there anything else that you guys would like to purchase while you're here? Um, do you uh, have yeah. a... Oh, yeah. Oh, go no, ahead. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. I'm still kind of looking. Do you have a trident in stock? Uh, trident. 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 Hold on. Why, yes, I do. Why? Do you want, uh... Do you want a trident? I, I would, yes. Well, uh, as the DM, I... Why? This is, this is Aaron talking. <laughs> I don't... I don't know. I just I think it'd be cool. You think okay? Well, well, <laughs> you just want to try it. Hold on. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. Hold on. Uh, what's like? Is there like a dagger? Yes. Yes, of course. I have. Yeah. Do, do, do you have daggers? Yes. Um, I will say this. Uh, you might run into like people that you you know murder mercilessly. Uh, that have daggers <laughs> if you want. I mean, it is if you want one. It's two gold. Um, the only reason we're doing the them. basic list so. right now is because I'm still putting together another major list of like magical fun items that you guys can buy. Um, right. But for now, you guys can deal with the basics while this place is under construction. Wait. I, okay, I have one more inquiry. Yes. Do you have a whip? Oh. Oh my. Uh, unfortunately, no, I don't. Um, we... We sold our last one to the gentleman outside, and you look outside, and it's just like this guy strapped up in leathers, um, uh, and just like walking away from discount discount shop. Man, this place is weird. I, I, Excuse yeah, me, yes. sir. You. Um, I. I'd like to purchase remove curse. Remove curse. Remove curse. Remove curse. He starts sifting through a thing of scrolls. Ah, yes. Remove curse. Yes, I do have one of those scrolls left. What? Why, may I ask, are you purchasing Remove Cares? You know, just in case. Interesting. There's a fucking demon on our team. I'm sorry? I, There's a demon huh? on your team, you say. I look over to Flynn and I got you. Oh my. Oh, okay. She's, he's speaking metaphorically. Oh, oh yeah. all right. Then I guess if yep. you would like to buy the so scroll. I speak in, metaphor. I look over at Flint and I speak in Infernal. I go, shut up. I don't speak infernal, so I go what? Um, he he. <laughs> discount, discount. In infernal goes, a oh, a fellow infernal speaker. Interesting. Oh. Oh good, fantastic. we got two demons. I want two remove curses. <laughs> Interesting. Yes. Here you go. That'll be a hundred gold pieces. Please All put right. that slowly into my hand. And I put it slowly into his mm. hand. I am. I am gonna buy something. What now. are you going to buy? Do you have a healer's kit? A please? healer's kit. Healer's kit. Healer's kit. Healer's kit. Um, you might actually have one already. Do you not? Really? I thought I did. You could not. Okay, it. maybe I'm crazy. Um, Question, Aaron. When you buy a spell, does it? Uh, it, like, I is don't. it something that you can use over and over? No, it's a it one-use burn it, and it's done. Okay. One and done. Cool. Cool, cool. Um, I have, and I don't have a healer's kit, but I do have an herbalism kit, if you're interested in that. What is that? Um, you look in the kit, <laughs> and it's just basically full of, like, herbs and spices, uh for oh, like healing. Pr they, like, you, you could muster stuff together if you were a healer. 
um, to create like salves and things like that, but you you can't really make heads yeah. or tails of it. Yeah, no. Do you just have a heal a potion of healing? Oh, let me see. He sifts through a bunch of different potions. Um, uh, yes, I do. And he pulls out like a bin of them. Um, and there are a couple in here. Uh, and he says that is fifty gold pieces apiece, please. Jiminy crickets. Can we uh, can we argue that down a little argue bit? Argue it down. Please. What do you mean? I'm discount discount. This is a good price. And then I speak to him in Infernal and I go, hey, buddy, uh, you're, you look like you're not, your business isn't doing very good. What do you, I'm, re, I'm remodeling as we speak. I've invested a lot of money in this. I think I'm doing just fine. He says to you in, in Infernal as well. And then he goes, but I love it when you talk to me like that. So how's about? No, you know what? Don't even argue. Cause that is, that is the price in the handbook. It is. So oh, is it really? yeah. that is the cheapest. Yeah. Well, um, gosh, I do want to buy something. How about I give you two potions of healing for 75 gold? How's that sound? I don't, I don't have that much. Oh, me. well, hmm. Unfortunately. Uh, Wait, how, how do you about, not have no. that? Because I have 110 gold pieces. Because I didn't get, I don't know. Maybe I didn't give myself gold. You probably just point. haven't added in the amount of gold you have. Because we right. each have like. Probably almost 200 pieces at this point. Really? Yeah, I only have 65. Yeah. I'm gonna let you be like, be honest with me and like, tell me how much gold you have. You gotta keep track of that. Otherwise, you, mm -hmm. yeah. okay. Well, we got the gold from the cavern and then we've got gold that we found in the uh, mansion. Then we have gold that we found in the chest of the other cavern. Um, and then we have gold that we found in Iarno's room, and then we have this new gold that we've been added. You also have and that like, golden have... frog skull that you never sold. Yes, exactly. I was just about to ask him um, how much he thought he would give me. Um, you take out that. the so... golden frog skull, and he goes, oh my goodness, what a delectable piece. I, I, could, I could probably part with 50 gold pieces for it. I think I could get more than that. 60, 60. Please, I, I must have it. Uh, I think we could go higher. 61. Actually. That's my final this, offer. I worked very hard no, to didn't. get this. No, you didn't. There's no blood on it or anything. Please. I, 50, 62. 62 gold pieces. Uh, no. Uh, no. And so, and then I, I, over to Flint, and I say in Celestial, I'm like, Okay, this is this sixty-two is a good. He says price. in celestial. I, say, I agree. I think it's great. Part. My God, man! <laughs> <laughs> and then I switch over to Abyssal, and I go, "Well, do you have this one I too?" I speak many languages, sir. So many languages. <laughs> Wait, D DM. I have a question. Oh, yeah. I have a question for you. DM, though, not. Oh not yeah, what's up, Baron? Hey, how's it going? Um, so, would it be fair if I just like? estimated that I shorted myself gold. I, I will allow it this once, uh, but okay. yeah. Uh, in the future, keep track of this. I will. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've, I've just like set myself at 100. That was last episode, and that's sure. That's what it is going uh, forward. Okay. So what are we, okay, what are we talking okay. about here, Flinty Flint? Do we got a deal or what? Well, Wait, I wasn't I'd done like DM. Oh, sorry, I had another question. Yeah. If I buy an orb, can I affix it to a staff? Um, 
So you would need to have like some sort of crafting ability to do that. You could pay somebody to do it if you wanted. Um, now your your staff is like I mean tell me like because you also got that plus one wand um, from the yeah uh, Tresendar Manor. Um, why do you want to affix an orb to your staff? Oh, okay, gotcha. So you want the aesthetic of an Orby staff. I will just take... I will purchase the studded leather for 45 oh, gold perfect. pieces. Uh, he hands uh, you the studded leather and says, So are you going to change right here? Or? <laughs> I burst oh, out my wings. yes! Okay, I'm going to... I'm going <laughs> to... Wow. No. <laughs> wow. Then I, okay. like, run over to the corner. I like him. <laughs> Sir, I think... I've made my decision. What is your decision, good sir? Mm. Do, do you have any holy symbols? Holy symbols? Holy cow. Let Such me take a look. Such as an amulet, an emblem, or a reliquary. Why do you need a holy symbol? J just trust me on okay. this. Uh, yes, I have a couple. I have this here amulet. Um, and he puts it out on the table. And it's not of like Argental. It's of like a religion you've never seen before. Um, okay. And I have this. And he pulls out... Uh, an emblem, which can be affixed to, like, a piece of clothing. Um, and I also have quite a few of these. People just come sell these to me on occasion. Uh, a a reliquary. Reliquary. There we go. Reliquary. reliquary. That's the one. Would you Would you like to buy one? I I would assume that each of these are five gold pieces apiece. Uh, with the reliquaries, are those affiliated to any god at all, or just they just check. exist? Are any of them Argentalian, I should say? Um, no, you don't see any that are all Argentalian. Um, however, I swear to God, I made up more gods. Jesus. You see one with Jesus, Jesus on it. Jesus loves me, this I know. Um, you see, Jesus <laughs> the, loves some of these reliquaries are, uh, are based on uh, Thalemvor, which, uh, Wesley, go ahead and give me a history check. Okay. History or History. religion? Actually, yeah, go ahead and give me a oh, religion, okay. whichever's higher for you. Okay, well the history was fourteen. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, with a fourteen, and um that religion was thirteen. That's fine. Uh so with a fourteen, you look at these uh items and a lot of them are based off of uh Kalemvor, who is Lord of and Judge of the Dead. Oh shit. And you don't know how he how discount discount like acquired these items huh what's the problem well, okay i'll take i'll take one of the reliquaries oh, very good he, he swipes five gold off of you um or any of you looking to purchase anything else as you can see i'm still working through renovations and i'm quite busy i, I want to buy the flask you would like a flask? Absolutely. Everyone's got to have a good flask. Um, <laughs> I have a flask. It just has oil in it. I don't fucking want your flask. I want that flask. flask. I put a bunch of fucking alcohol in it. And I want to buy a healing kit and a potion thing. I don't know how much money I have. <laughs> Jesus. Well, you should probably figure that out. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Dustin, Candyman, I'll say that the flask is one gold. Um, and you want a potion of healing? Yeah. That's 50 gold. And then what else did you want? I honestly don't know how much gold I have. And I don't you know gotta, I you gotta keep track of that. You gotta do it. Um, I will say well, that I you, used... you easily do have fifty-one gold. So like, he'll hand you both of these items, and uh, that's that'll be that. He'll say, 
Oh, well, here you are. And he puts them he by himself in your pocket. You don't you don't get them. He does it for you. Cool. Is everybody done shopping? Yeah. Yes. Um, cool. So you guys uh, all get taken after you're done shopping. The servant is kind of just like, oh, finally. And uh, you get taken to this really nice inn. Um, each of you get your own individual rooms um, in this inn, for, like in the middle of the town. And you kind of wait the rest of the day until you are summoned again uh, to get in the blimp and make your way to uh, Prathalon. Like the capital city um, in Prathalon. It's kind of like New York, New York. It's Prathalon, Prathalon. Um, Prathalon, yes. Prathalon. And you fly to Prathalon. It does not take you incredibly long, considering Ardania is like incredibly close um, to the center. Ah, uh, Prathalon, Prathalon. You can make it in Prathalon. You can make it in Prathalon. Prathalon, not to. I haven't in been to Prathalon. Um, so you guys roll up on Prathalon. You fly toward the city and it's gleaming gold. Like this city, all of its um, buildings and it's kind of skyscrapers um, are it almost looks like made out of pure gold. Um, it's just a beautiful city. Um, and it's got um, arcane trams and things of that nature. Like this city has made trade its main goal and it's gone leaps and bounds ahead of any other city you've ever seen like this before. Um, and you land on um, just like in an area for all these other blimps that are there. Um, and you can imagine that each one of these blimps is uh, attuned to um, a different leader of a different nation and so on and so forth. And um, how is there with you? Um, none of the others are there with you, like Malik, Halia, None of those people are there with you. It's just how um, and King Jacob Mormon III. Um, how looks at all of you and says, um, we don't have a lot of time. I've been told uh, via, via messenger bird that the meeting has already started. We're a little late. Um, we should probably make our way there now. And you start to make your way through the castle. It's built in a way that makes you feel as though it's almost like this corporate building that we would see nowadays. Um, completely different architecture structure, um, but it is the like the central castle of Prathalon where all of the groups uh, come together and meet up. Um, and Hal looks at all of you and says, "I've I've just been sent word that we uh, the meeting has already started and we are running a little late. Um, we will probably need to get going here." Um, Nezran, I feel that you might be one of the first to speak on the matter. Um, is, is that all right with you? Yes. Cool. Um, so you guys uh, start rushing through this castle, uh, you know, tips and turns and all this other place. You barely remember how you got here. You're moving so quickly. Um, but then you come through these large chamber doors into um, this meeting room where there is a very large table surrounding another smaller table. Um, and in each of these spots surrounding the table, um, you can see each individual nation's insignia um, around the table on the walls and also on the table itself, um, like carved into this, this wooden structure. Um, and each of them are sitting there and you kind of can hear them all arguing and bickering amongst themselves. Um, you see royalty everywhere. 
Um, and you know that when they meet here, it's either like the leaders of their nation that are coming to represent themselves or um, just some representatives that the royalty have sent um, in order to represent their nation. Um, and each of them, uh, you come in and you hear things like, well, we need our own soldiers to protect our own nation, or no, we need to gather each and every one of our individual forces and take them by storm, moving across uh, nation by nation, and so on and so forth. Um, but as you guys enter the room, uh, it kind of goes silent, and they all look over at you, um, and they see King Jacob Mormon III enter, and they, uh, someone in the central table stands up, and you look at the central table, and it's all five factions carved into that table. So you can assume that each one of these five people are leaders um, from the five factions that have also been sent um, to represent themselves. Um, one of them stands up and says, uh, King Jacob, welcome to the uh, summit. We, we've been expecting you. Please uh, take your rightful seat. Um, he goes to sit down in his seat while Howe stands uh, behind him. And uh, this person says, I understand you've brought some firsthand experience to this session. Uh, if you could please have them present their cases. Uh, and King Jacob looks at uh, all of you and says, Nezran, please uh, head to the front of the stand and uh, tell them everything you saw. And you do. You each go up to these uh, stands. You um, kind of, they basically want to corroborate each of your stories to know like whether or not someone is telling, like you're telling the truth or if this has like been made up or what have you, um, and you um, each hold off on talking about the stones. Like How said, you shouldn't mention them um, because if they get in the wrong hands, it could be very bad. Um, and I'll say, everyone go ahead and roll just like a d20. Just random, random number. There's no modifier on this. Nat one. Okay. <laughs> Shit. 18. Okay. Can I use my inspiration to read that? 20. Okay. Uh, yeah, you can, Allie. All right. Nat 20. Okay. Uh, that's a six. Six. Okay. Uh, so, Allie, we'll say that, um, as Flint is up on the stand talking about, you know, what happened and the events that transpired in order for you to get there, um, at the central table, standing up in place of the Zentarum, a man stands up and says point of order what were you even doing at the caverns why were you there in the the first place the caverns what caverns fighting the black spider why were you why were you fighting the black spider what were you after uh and then i I would like to consult with my attorney give me one moment please Nestran! Nestran! What the fuck yes. do I say? But uh, tell him that we were on business with Gundren Rockseeker. And that Gandrum, our con- Gandalf. Yes, tell him that we were on a contract and that our employer had been captured and that we were seeking our employer. That is why. Okay. Uh, I have been advised by my attorney. That uh, <laughs> I uh, we have 
we were we were on contract with someone named Gandalf Rockjumper. Gundren. Nope, nope, nope. That's not right. Uh, Gandalf. Gundren. Boulder. Gundren. Gundren. Are you choosing to say it wrong every time, or are you just that? What what um, what's, on, what's in your head right now? King Jacob stands Cork? up. Uh, in of course this is a seven month. Please let them finish their their accord like their stories so that we can all discuss this. Uh, point of order ended. Um, Sevamon decides to uh, sit down. You now know um, this man's name is Sevamon. Um, okay. And everyone, well, go ahead and give me a history check. History is six. Oh, nice. Fifteen. Okay. okay, so you guys hear the name Sevamon. Um, this is like the head honcho of the Zentarum. They did not send like some sort of representative. He he is Cinnamon like the is head honcho. Um, and next to him, you see this this man, very large man, um, in towering armor, um, just standing next to him silently um, with his helmet on, and you can't see his face. And he's just like stone standing there, not moving. Um, and he sits down, Sevamon, and says, very well. Uh, please continue your story. And you. Uh, Thank you, Cinnamon. <laughs> so. You you continue your story and you finish it up and you all, um, you know, make your cases and everything like that. And Sevamon uh, speaks up again and says, Well, I think we've heard enough. Wouldn't the rest of you say so? And uh, the bickering starts to get louder and louder again and says, This is why it. it a lot of people are saying, like, this is why we need to gather our forces together all in one and make our way across the nations, defeating the Warforged. And no, the Warforged have already, like, come into my city and ransacked the place and made killed hundreds of people already. I need to defend my own cities. And while all of this fighting is going on, um, Sevamon is not saying a word. Um, and King Jacob... Uh, Mormont is uh, also kind of in the bickering, saying, like, yeah, I agree with everyone else. I can bring our forces to each and every individual nation. We don't have a lot, but I can bring what I can. And notices uh, that Sevamon is not saying anything. Um, and he quiets down, looks at him, and raises his hand to quiet the court. And says uh, a little louder over everybody else, Sevamon! You haven't said a single word about your own goals or who you're going to help. What about you? What say you about this situation? And what do I tell you? he Cinnamon's kind of sits evil. there silently looking at the table uh, and then looks up at everybody else and says, everyone here is either willing to help everyone else, which will eventually lead to ruin of your own nation or you are looking to only help yourselves it seems like and each of you knows that none of you are going to survive this without the other which means and you see his hireling like standing behind him that is like just this, this knight in this towering armor pull out um, a red 
stone. Uh-oh. And you all see it, and it looks just like the blue materia that you brought back from the cave, Wayvaco Cave. And he says, which means we need to come together in a new world order. Suddenly, the doors burst open. The guards standing around the table reveal themselves to be warforged. Each of them surround the table and start attacking um, each and every uh, piece, uh, each and every person around this table, including like King Jacob, Howe, um, leaders of every other nation, representatives and things of that nature. Um, other guards do rush in, but there's just not enough to handle um, what's happening right now. But that's where we're going to end our session for today. Um, Sevimon mm-hmm. is standing up with this uh, person, this random knight next to him uh, with this red stone in his hand. Um, and all of these Warforged have revealed themselves and are attacking this high-ranking set of council members. Um, And that's kind of where you're going to start off next time. So if you'd like, just plan ahead. I will go ahead and add all those new magic items that you guys got from the uh, Shrine of Jagal. Guys, go ahead and follow us on uh, all of our different social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. All of that stuff is linked at our website, www.thatbigddenergy.com. And I got to say, little disappointed at the time where I'm recording this. Uh, we have, okay, guys, I don't understand how this happens. We've got like a hundred and I think like 68 likes on that Instagram post with the sweepstakes. And the only people that have signed up are Dustin and Scott. And it's going to be between Dustin and Scott. And I'm just very both disappointed and excited. So like, we'll see (laughs) what happens there. Um, we will, I, I mean, the winner will obviously be chosen before that. Um, but uh, you know, I, I we'll talk about it on the next episode, I suppose. We'll see what they want to do with their new hundred dollars. <laughs> ah. Um, cool. Uh, let's see what else. Got. Scott, do you have anything to plug? Uh, I have nothing, nothing to plug. To plug. <laughs> hmm. Once again. Hmm. Interesting. Big yeah. surprise. Especially, <laughs> do you have anything to plug? Um, listen to my dog podcast. Oh. It's called We're Getting a Dog. I love it so much. Rate all of your podcasts on Please iTunes do. because it really helps out. That is where it counts. But thank everyone for thank you to everyone who listens to this and it's a fun time. Absolutely. Uh Dustin Listen to my yes. other podcast. Please listen to Wisely Thought. It's so nice. So easy on the ears. Um Dustin, do you have anything to plug? Uh Drinks on Dusty, like it, follow it, all that stuff in Space Jam. <laughs> Space Jam. If you can't, you can't obviously see this, those listening, but Dustin got some Space Jam. Um, so I like ordered sweat for Halloween. Fans. I'm going to be, I'm, I wanted to always have my own Toon Squad jersey. You're going to be Lola Bunny? Uh, I was well, going to say Bugs that. Don't lie to me. You're going to be Lola Bunny. I bought the Bugs Bunny jersey. I bought the shorts. and then my, but, but today my headbands and head handbands are... Wristbands and headband came in today. You already know what you're going to be for Halloween. Get yeah, ready Miles to pump up the jam. Year. We're already <laughs> we're oh, also nice. slugging Space Jam too. We can't wait. Yeah, um, that movie comes out fucking. Long. Cannot wait for it. Um, Allie, do you have anything All to right. plug? Um, no, but I want to give everyone a heads up. 
I am working with my coach on changing my speaking voice. So I will sound a little bit different in the coming episodes, hopefully. Um, she, I learned <laughs> that you're supposed to have overtones when you speak so that it's not so grating to the ears. Nerd. Um, so obviously Flint will still be like this, but my new voice might sound more Ooh, like this. Very sophisticated, angry old dwarf. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, so. Bougie. Yeah, just so everyone knows. God. We're never doing a 10 a.m. session you didn't. again. The, just get. <laughs> there is another yeah. Space Jam movie. It's okay. We, this was, one was a lot of talking, and it was a lot on you as our DM to like facilitate all that. So it was a lot of setup. They are making another Space Jam movie. Guys. Are they really? Yeah, I know they are. Who's I, in it? Eric, yeah. Do you think I'm a liar? Of course they LeBron are. LeBron James. LeBron James. Are what? you lying? If anyone in this group knows about Space Jam, who's going to know about Space Jam? This guy. Me. Me. No. No. Scott. A. What? Professor. 